Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in. I'm Edna Campbell. I'm your host here with the Breathe and Stretch Breast Cancer Recovery Podcast. We're here to empower breast cancer survivors with the knowledge and understanding of how breath work and intentional movement can positively impact the recovery process. We all know that with the treatment of breast cancer comes the possibility of experiencing side effects. There are five side effects that really stand out in my mind that I experienced. And those five side effects are hair loss, neck and shoulder pain, weight gain, and an altered body image. Now what I'm going to do is just share with you that experience and how I was able to minimize the side effect or come to some resolve with it. Okay, so with the hair loss, I was in the shower washing my hair, scrubbing away, scratching away. The shampoo was foamed up and lathered up on my scalp. And I looked down and in the palm of my hand was just this clump of hair. (laughs) I instantly shut off the water, jumped out of the shower and ran over to the mirror and All I saw was this big, bald patch at the top of my head. All I know is I I could feel my heart sink. I just had this big rush of, like, anxiety. And I didn't even know what to do. I, I felt frozen, just staring at this, what I consider a mess at the top of my head. So I, after I got over that shock, I, I tried to, even with the shampoo in my hair, I tried to brush my hair over the bald patch, okay? Well, that didn't work. So I'm sitting there and I'm just feeling all this stress and anxiety. I finally got the strength and, and called a teammate at the time. They came over and, I mean, this was... This was really an emotional time. I mean, it was probably the most emotional I had felt. Even more emotional than getting the the news of the diagnosis itself. This was really traumatic for me. And um, I was really thankful to have my teammate there with me. And after seeing the ball patch, I mean, she too realized that my only solution was to go ahead and just cut my hair off completely. And that's what we did. And I will tell you that that was, again, one of the most traumatic things I have ever experienced in my life. And as I reflect back on that experience, I believe that the reason for that being so difficult is that it was exposure. It was, I don't know, I just felt more of a sense of vulnerability after losing my hair. It's one thing for people to know you've been diagnosed, but it's another thing for them to see you and see the effects of the treatment. I mean, it really makes it all real, right? I mean, there's just no disguising it or being able to cover it up per se. You are living with the reality of the side effects and the treatment of breast cancer. So 
the hair loss was a big deal for me, but I was fortunate in that process to meet this young lady who really became a motivating force for me. Her name was Dee. I met Dee because her parents asked me to come meet her. She too was going through chemotherapy and had lost her hair. She was six years old and when I met Dee, she was just this vibrant little six-year-old playing with her friends, you know, excited about ice cream and pizza. And we cultivated this friendship. And Dee asked me if she could come to a basketball game. I was more than happy to get her to a basketball game and be able to just give her something that I knew would make her happy. Well, I met Dee at the entrance to Arco Arena. She was standing there, but she was reluctant to come inside. And I asked her what was wrong, and she told me she didn't want to come inside because of her bald head. And here I was standing there with a baseball cap because I, too, didn't want to walk around with a bald head. And I was like... Oh my goodness. I took off my baseball cap and I put my cap on D. When I tell you this kid smiled bigger than any smile I'd ever seen in my life, I grabbed her hand. Now, meanwhile, she's smiling and walking into the gym all courageous <laughs> while all of a sudden I was just hit with what I felt like an all eyes on me experience because this was really the first time that I had walked into the arena without a baseball cap. Like no one really saw my bald head. And I just felt like this wave of embarrassment and anxiety. And I'm walking with this kid. And even to talk about it now, I feel a little choked up. I'm walking with this kid and I'm like thinking, you know, I got to be strong for D. You know, they're looking at me. I don't care. I, I feel this cold air on my head, but I don't care. And we made it through. We got through the game. We we had fun. We had pizza at the end of the game. And D hugged me and thanked me and had an amazing experience. Little did that kid know that she did more for me than I probably could ever do for her. <laughs> she helped me get through my own fear and embarrassment about having a bald head. And I think it really would have taken that little kid's smile to get me through that. So that's how I got over the hair, hair loss. You know, from that point forward, I felt a little bit more comfortable about walking around in public with, without a hat or a scarf. And um, you know, it was really a, a moment to be thankful for. The neck and shoulder pain. Well, I realized that, you know, feeling the stress of the situation, enduring a diagnosis, on top of dealing with some postural changes and some guarding, there's just a ton of tension that is built up in our neck and shoulders and in our thoracic region in general. What I started to do was stretch, gently stretch, moving my head from side to side, front to back, raising my shoulders, rolling them. 
and even getting massage work. This is how I began to deal with the tension and pain in my neck and shoulders. And that was how I was able to alleviate or at least minimize it. The weight gain, that was a result of taking antiemetics or steroids that really caused a lot of bloating. I mean, it was just unbelievable. But what I started to do was walk. I became very conscious in my activity. I wasn't able to get out on the court and run sprints or engage in practice the way that I had prior to my diagnosis, but I could move. And walking to this day is a part of my daily life style. I, I walk no matter what, and I love it. I absolutely crave it. And so that was the way I was able to at least minimize the weight gain as a result of taking the antiemetics. The depression, man, again, I was never diagnosed, but I remember this one moment in particular. I was laying on the sofa one day and I just felt like my head, like my body was, it was too heavy to lift And even though I thought about going outside, like I just didn't want to, I, I felt like I couldn't, I felt like almost paralyzed and I just felt this internal struggle mentally. I felt like I wanted to cry and then I didn't, but I, I felt emotional inside and then I would cry and then I would think I was getting up to go run an errand or go shopping or go do something like I but then I would lay back down on the couch like it just nothing was inspiring like nothing everything was just dull so whenever I felt that weight on me I would just bull through it and tell myself you you have to get outside call someone go do something And I'm not going to say that it was easy. I mean, I I would probably have to tell myself that two or three times before I would actually do it. But that's how I got myself up off of the couch or out of the bed and, and out of the house and engaging with people or doing social things. Depression is real and I felt it and I, I think that I was able to handle it, but it was something that I experienced. The altered body image, whoo-wee, I think I still deal with this. I th- you know, they, they talk about men having penis envy. I, I honestly and truly will acknowledge that I have breast envy. After my diagnosis, I, I feel like I started paying attention. I noticed breasts, large, small, you know, uh, if they're balanced, if they're sagging if they're whatever i i analyze breasts and i think this is a natural part of the process you you become acutely aware of breasts you if you're undergoing reconstruction you want to see okay like oh what size is that oh that looks nice that's it's really an internal dialogue that i believe every breast cancer survivor has in assessing breasts and what you think would look good on you and what wouldn't. And to this day, I, I find myself very much aware of my breasts. 
I did not have any reconstructive surgery, and so I have prosthesis. And there are times when, I mean, these things are not in alignment. I mean, one's up closer to my shoulder, and one's maybe up under my my arm. I mean, it, it's crazy to to think about, and it creates anxiety when you're thinking about and worrying about, okay, are my breasts okay? Are they right where they're supposed to be? Now, for the most part in day-to-day, if I'm going to the gym, going to work, doing things in my day-to-day, I'm not as concerned about it. But when I'm wanting to dress up and I'm trying to look nice, you, you want everything in order, right? You want everything lined up. And that's when I know that I'm feeling very self-conscious about my breasts. I think about it. I don't think it weighs on me as much as it did, of course, when I was fir- as it did when I was first diagnosed. But I know that this is a work in progress for me. I am still working on this. And so these are my ways of dealing with the side effects that I've mentioned. I hope that this lends some insight to anyone who may be experiencing these side effects. As always, I'm very thankful to interact with you here on the Breathe and Stretch podcast. I, I encourage your feedback. I would love to know what you like, what you don't like, what you would like to hear more of. So go ahead and leave a comment, like the podcast. You can find us on our Facebook page, Breathe and Stretch, and our website, breatheandstretch.com. We have local classes in the Sacramento area, and we will be launching our online class October 1st. So please go ahead and check us out at our website, again, breatheandstretch.com. And with that all being said, I look forward to meeting you all here next time.